0: It's kill you with truth with your guy D Mac and his uh, Cape Crusader Johnny Love here to rescue you from uh, another fifteen to twenty minutes of absolute boredom in your day, Johnny Crusader. Well, I'm imagining you wear a cape, although we do know wearing capes is pretty stupid for superheroes. We we have uh, we know that trope is you know not good. Capes just don't do anything. Not really. I mean, do they stop bullets?
1: Can I ask, is there, is there, are there people out there that wear capes in everyday life?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. Like when you're just getting ready to bump around to go from point A to point B, at what point do you put on your cape? Now, I will say this back in the day, when your boy used to work for the Buffalo Sabres, we were on a road trip to Pittsburgh. And Dominic Hashik, who's from um, the Czech Republic, was the best goalie in the world playing for the Sabres. After a a game, we were at, um, well, you know, it's a what's on the shelf thing. Where'd it go? That fishbowl. Where's my fishbowl? Oh my God. Do I not have my fishbowl?
1: You lost the fishbowl.
0: How did I lose the fishbowl? Wow. Oh, no, here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is.
1: Oh, it was behind the pizza.
0: It's an early what's on the shelf. Um, we were at Mario's in Pittsburgh, and this is what you drank green beer out of, this fishbowl. And uh, our guy, Dominic Hashik, the goalie, he um, had his overcoat on, but not his arms through the sleeves. So, and he had his collar popped up. So it wasn't officially a cape, Johnny, but it was, a, it was an interesting look and uh, kind of came across a little bit like Dracula gonna kind of lie it was kind of weird uh, well, uh,
1: uh, i stopped the pucks that's about where transylvania is right is like check- right? it's like eastern republic uh, so,
0: so perhaps we're just not in the right place of the world where capes are more appropriate perhaps we need to be uh, uh, uh in transylvania maybe that's not a big deal maybe they do wear capes just going to work honey i'm going to work uh cape goodbye Listen, I'm just pitballing here. However, drinking with the team perhaps will get me to my first story, and that is after the Nuggets came the other night, they stayed in Philadelphia. Well, one of their players, Colin Gillespie, and granted, he doesn't play a lot for them, but he was the MVP of the month for the G League recently. He went to Villanova, which is in Philadelphia, and he took everybody to some I'm going to guess Irish bar, Johnny, because let's face it. What other bars are there for drunk Irish people than Irish bars? And I can say that because my last name is McKee, right? I get to tell that kind of joke, don't I? Because I. Anyways, the Nuggets showed up at this place. I think it's called Milligan's. It's not Mulligan's. It's Milkins. I'm going to go with Milligan's. It's something like that. And it's the oldest operating continuously. My voice is going very high. It is the oldest continuously operated bar in America. That's pretty impressive. That means it was open like Benjamin Franklin was getting hammered at happy hour. He's like, I got it. The kite, the key. You're not going to believe it uh, bartender, barkeep, pour me another one. And then it got through all the other crap ever in the world. And it kept its doors open. What do you think was tougher for millions to stay open for Johnny? The revolutionary war or COVID?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, the Spanish flu.
0: That must've been tricky. I mean we're talking multiple pandemics. Good for Milligans. The nuggets went there, and there's photos of Jokic <laughs> taking photos with folks at Milligan's behind the bar.
1: Mc McGillens.
0: You know, I was close enough, Johnny. Really? McGillens? Mick you looked it up? You looked it up.
1: McGillens old alehouse.
0: All right. You know, I was close enough. I'm a mile long, three inches deep, Johnny. Listen, the Nuggets and Az didn't play last night. This is what I got. McGillen's beer place. Anywho, my question to you is, as a Philadelphia fan, do you think they gave him crap or not when he was there? Jokic, who's seven feet tall. The... Do you, do you, it's one thing when you, you know, oh, I'm a Philadelphia fan. Boo, Santa Claus. Hey, I'm a Philly fan. Hey. Do you think you're going to give a guy who's seven feet tall crap when he shows up at McGillin's? I'm asking, what do you think?
1: Mm, probably not. No, I would say Of no. course
0: not, because you're a Philadelphia fan. You're just filled with a bunch of fire and, Bad behavior. Now, granted, I do like uh always sunny in Philadelphia. I like it, but I just sort of think that McGillen's looks a lot like that bar, Patty's. Uh, I'm I'm guessing it's kind of similar. Listen, I'm glad that the Nuggets could go there and blow off some steam and have a bunch of cheap wings and lousy beer and a crap hole place in Philadelphia that's managed to keep its doors open for whatever godforsaken reason. So good for them. And congratulations, Philly. You've got a bar that Jokic went to. Have fun with that. Johnny, that's not even the question of the day. Now the Nuggets travel to Boston, and they don't even play in Boston until tomorrow. And they were on the tarmac again for two and a half hours. Five and a half hours on the tarmac in Denver. Two and a half hours, Philadelphia to Boston. It's only like a 40-minute flight. I mean, these guys have had one hell of a road trip. So I don't blame them for blowing out some steam I'm at Gillicuddy's, the longest operating bar. Yep. Operating. I'm saying operating. <laughs> What's the question of the day?
1: The uh, fashion?
0: fashion. Oh, my God. I'm wearing my Buffs hoodie on purpose. It was made for me by one of the great fans and viewers of this particular YouTube internet uh, program-based thing. God forbid, Johnny. God forbid you point out anything or have any criticism whatsoever about CU and anything to do with it. Now, let me ask you something, Johnny. If you're on a team and the team has a meeting and uh, the team is also doing very generous, awesome volunteer work, is that an okay thing to miss or not?
1: Um probably not
0: probably not okay just checking just checking what kind of um excuse would you need to miss something like that
1: uh doctor's note yeah something you're, along those you're
0: lines. sick something's going on you know whatever if you had a hobby or a second job do you think that would be a good excuse
1: Depends on the second job,
0: well, this second job is fashion model in Paris. Is that a good excuse? Uh,
1: you know, have, having been a fashion model in Paris before, yes, <laughs> yes Shilo, a great excuse.
0: Shiloh and Shadur Sanders missed the opening session of stuff for the CU Buffaloes because they were modeling for lV because we're cool. We don't say Louis Vuitton. We say LV cause we're super cool people. You know, if you had a, an opportunity to model for LV, you do it. You old man, get off my lawn, yell at clouds. Brrr.
1: I mean, I have, you're right, dude.
0: I'm, I'm over it already with the CU stuff. And I root for CU. I've called myself a poser buff for years and years and years i want success for them some of my best friends are cu people not you but you but you're my friend aren't you
1: no have we discovered something are we friends are we are we friends do we just become friends if we're not i'm sad but you know i consider you a friend no Well, thanks. I consider you a friend. Oh, that makes
0: me feel so much better.
1: If you take off the hoodie.
0: I'm I'm not going to pull a Johnny Hart. I'm not doing a Johnny Hart on this show. Only the brave Johnny Hart. Oh, you want me just to because you don't want to see me naked. You just don't want me wearing.
1: Oh, I right. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, get me some Rams gear. I have no CSU. Get me some Rams gear and I'll wear it. Get me some Rams gear. Or don't give me any Rams gear. Don't worry, we're we're still working on Crazy Town. Anyway, Shiloh and Shador they decided to uh, be fashion models and miss that stuff. And uh, I had the audacity to say ah, that's absurd because I think it is absurd. And then I saw a podcast with my guy Matt Mcchesney, um, and he loves CU. Man, does he love CU? And he was asked about it, and of course he thinks it's ridiculous too but he doesn't want to be seen criticizing CU. So he had to bite his tongue, and the folks that were on the podcast just laughed because they know he was put in a compromised position, and they thought that was funny, which it was, actually, and Matt's reaction was funny, too, because anybody with the brain in their head can look at something and know if it's ridiculous or not. But CU faithful, who don't think CU can do anything wrong, um, were out in full force last night to defend, well, frankly, whatever. It doesn't matter because in their eyes, if you are critical of anything with CU you are out of touch an old man um, sometimes even the race card sadly comes out in this and it's got nothing to do with that what people who what people are doing criticizing this particular move are seeing a double standard for the players on the team and the coaches kids. that's all. It's a very high functioning form of daddy ball. And when you think about the 4-8 and record and how they lost, and then if you were to watch the documentary, which featured in the documentary a moment where a kid was praying with his aunt before a game and wasn't in a team meeting. He was right outside in the hallway praying with his aunt on the phone, which he does before every game. But Sanders, who wasn't in the team meeting either, um, came out and saw the kid in the hallway, full uniform, right before the game and started screaming at him, humiliation. In in more of those episodes, too, you'll see that humiliation is a big part of their coaching technique. There's a um, bunch of evidence of screaming at kids, um, pointing kids out individually for humiliation. And frankly, the documentary itself kind of zeroes in on a couple of kids and is embarrassing at the least. And yes, there are NIL deals. I understand that. But not for everybody. Not everybody's on the same page. And not everybody's on the same pay scale either. So when you want to start off your year, and the way college sports work is that it goes for the semesters. So, for example, if you're a spring semester athlete, Johnny, your season starts at the beginning of the fall semester, which in a lot of colleges in August. So you go August and you have your fall semester of team activity. And it is limited by the NCAA. So anytime you can be at a team activity, you should probably take advantage of it. But to think that these college athletes aren't doing things in college basically year-round for every sport is just naive. They are. And sure, if you have a legitimate excuse for missing something, that's fine but we now know that if your hobby includes being a fashion model in Paris to uphold some sort of NIL deal with Louis Vuitton, well, that's cool. And I don't know if that rule would apply to everybody, but it does apply to Shiloh and Shadur, who are great athletes and from all I can tell, great young men. And I don't think it's going to have much of an impact theoretically for them on the field, but Johnny, if you want to raise an eyebrow or have a question about how seriously they're really taking this upcoming season, then I got evidence, baby. We don't have a defensive coordinator there at CU. Your offensive coordinator is, um, is Pat Shermer and, um, your team is being led by Zoolander. So, There's that. Let the hate pour forward because that's all I get when you talk about CU. You can't have any fair criticism, Johnny. And what I've learned too about CU, you actually do have to treat them differently because this would be well within bounds if you were talking about a pro sports team. But because it's a college sports team, then you're a hater and you're angry and you're all this sort of stuff. And so it really makes me for a school that I really, really love and a program that I want to see succeed and a, a place that I have a sweatshirt for, it, it, it makes me want to just say, you know what, goodbye, see you later, whatever. Because you operate at the same time as the Denver Broncos, uh, Denver Nuggets, and Colorado Avalanche. And trust me, I can find other things to do with my time to care about. So that's where I'm at with all of it. And it just seems like if you're not just a complete sycophant and you just don't suck up to everything that's going on with Prime, then you can't be a fan or there's something wrong with you. And I find that incredibly insulting. Johnny, my man, I am getting closer and closer to just becoming an out-and-out Rams fan. How about that? Harumph, go yell at a cloud. Meanwhile, the Avalanche, they're taking on the Boston Bruins. They're in Boston tonight to take on a a really tough Bruins team. And we'll see how they go. And I'm sorry to get so serious and upset here on the old podcast. It's usually a pretty lighthearted affair. Um, And I do applaud CU for doing the charity work that they did on Martin Luther Kingdy. I think that's absolutely wonderful. I just wish two of your captains were with you and they weren't doing a, what's the Zoolander look, Johnny? Ice blue, the
1: the blue steel,
0: blue steel. So some of your teammates were, uh, helping out like at a, at a homeless place and, uh, feeding, uh, people and doing really, really good, uh, charity work. And, uh, and, and other guys on the team were nailing blue steel on a, on a runway in Paris.
1: Can you, can you give me your best blue steel right now?
0: (laughs) Wait, let me try that again. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't work that time either.
1: I think I prefer the second one, to be
0: honest. Oh, man. I don't know how you do it. I am Zoolander. By the way, did you see the outfits Shiloh and Shadur were wearing? I did not. Oh, dear. (sighs) You're right. I don't know fashion. You're right. I'm not a fashionista. Johnny. Boy, that was just kind of like a things I hate, I guess. Right. I mean, I just went on and on and on and on. That wasn't very fun. Do we have a fun what's on the shelf? They got a what's on the shelf. What's on the shelf? What's on
1: the shelf? Um, You know, I noticed some VHS tapes the other day, and we've talked about uh, the full Monty was one of them. But yeah, um, why don't you go ahead? And is there anything from like maybe the high school era?
0: Well, Johnny. This is the, uh, why I tell you, this would be fascinating to turn to digital. This is Rex Stranger versus evil. What is this? Stranger versus evil thing. All right. So we had a a buddy of mine, Mike O'Flynn, in high school. And we, as a bored bunch of high school kids, shot a superhero movie basically called Rex Stranger. So on this videotape, if it, I mean, if it's still, I don't even know how to deal with this, but is me and my high school friends, me and my high school friends basically doing like, Rex Stranger is kind of like a a, a superhero. So it's the adventures of Rex Stranger. I'm not joking. I mean, Johnny, how do I get this? And I got VHS tapes of my wife on The Price is Right. So if we wanted to see something crazy, we would get this on digital. But I don't know how to even do that. I seriously have no idea to do it. But I have a videotape of me in high school um, being <laughs> part of a, a, a TV show, The Adventures of Rex Stranger.
1: Now, was this placed on a VHS? Did they have VHS back when you were in high school? Is that?
0: Yeah, of course. This is where this is from, man. This is This is where is it's it, from.
1: Is it black and white? Yeah.
0: Uh no, no, it's color. This is like in the eighties. Yeah, black and white, Johnny. You know.
1: I'm just I'm not being very friendly to you today. I'm sorry.
0: Come my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my <laughs> butterfly. Sugar, crazy.
1: You know, I reached out to Shifty and he's just not uh he's not answering.
0: Come my lady, come, come my lady, you're my butterfly. Uh yeah, oh you reach out to Shifty. What's wrong with Shifty from Crazy Town? Not not coming through. Well, I'll, listen, I'll give you another. I don't know. I'm not going to give this to you. I, I don't know. I don't even know how to do it. Maybe one of our viewers and maybe people who, who enjoy this little uh, ridiculousness we do can tell us how to put that on, on video somehow. But it'd be funny. And I don't know. Does videotape that's 40 years old hold up, Johnny?
1: Does it gonna like turn into dust? Or something? I, don't,
0: I, I don't know. I can see how well I protect it. Well, that's what that is. And that's, that's, I, it's, it's, I haven't seen this in 40 years. I know what it is. Cause I was an act. Now I was not Rex stranger. I was a, um, a bit player. In fact, at the time that this was happening, I just thought it was kind of stupid, but I was in my very dark period as an artiste um, songwriter um, depressed guy. Cause the girl wouldn't date me. Oh, the girl that I was into is in this. She's actually in this too. So. There you go, Johnny. I, I said a lot of good things about CSU today by not mentioning them
1: at all. Asunder. Asunder.